Hello and welcome to the program, UFO Warning. In this episode we're talking about Calvin Parker Speaks. That's correct, Calvin Parker Speaks. Now, a lot of you are probably familiar with the uh, Calvin Parker uh, UFO abduction experience. Uh, it seems recently, or at least within the past year or so, uh, Calvin has come out uh, with some further revelations about what exactly was said to him uh, by the aliens during and maybe even after this abduction. I think it bears looking into it because I found Calvin to be such a sincere and uh, honest witness. A lot of things happened after that abduction experience where, you, we'll get into that in a minute, where they were actually tape recorded uh, clandestinely by the local sheriff. Didn't show any signs of deception at all regarding this whole UFO abduction in spite of how strange the thing was. Now, just to kind of brush up on the details of that case, before we get into what uh, Calvin has said, let's take a look at this article from NBCNews.com. And this goes back to uh, 2012, actually, October 11th, written by Jeff Amy. It says, Man says 1973 UFO abduction incident turned his life upside down. You know, this thing was, was such a out-of-the-ordinary, bizarre experience for, I think, someone like Calvin Parker, who was just a young man at the time, but you could certainly see why it would really shake up his whole world. It says, Pascaluga, Mississippi. Charles Hoskin never regretted the notoriety that came his way after he told authorities he encountered an unidentified flying object and its occupants 40 years ago. Of course, it would be 50 years now. On the banks of the Pascaluga River until... His death in 2011, Hickson told his story to anyone who would listen. Now, Charles His Hickson, that was the guy, you'll remember, that was with uh, Calvin that night. And um, I did a little research on him. It turns out he was a, a Korean War vet. Uh, some people that had left some comments, uh, or maybe they contacted me, and said that they had been neighbors of Charles Hickson, and that he came from a well-respected family, he was a stand-up guy. And I really believe that because when you uh, watch the, the uh, video uh, interviews with Charles Hickson, he just seems like an absolutely sincere, honest person. And so does Calvin. And I think, for me personally, that's why I find this story, in spite of how odd it is, to be so believable. These guys had nothing to gain from this. But Calvin Parker Jr., the other man present for one of the most high-profile UFO cases in American history, has never come to terms with what he still says was a visit with gray, crab-clawed creatures from somewhere else. He saw the encounter on October 11, 1973. He says that the encounter on October 11, 1973 turned his life upside down. Now, I just want to say something here. People might think, Wow, crab-clawed aliens. Well, that seems like something out of a SpongeBob episode. That it, It's so strange. How can that be? I wonder if that is not some sort of uh, a, this uh, entity camouflage thing that we see happening so often, where these things show up and they take on the identity of whatever happens to be around them. Going back to the uh, UFO sightings, the airship sightings, you know, in the late 1800s, Frequently, people would see these things, and they would think that they were they were dressed as train engineers. Um, you know, in the fifties, they often looked like maybe they were like flight mechanics. You know, this is in a 
this is in a, a, a water environment. It's in, the, it's, in, it's in the mouth of this river down near the ocean. You know what? Plenty of crabs around. Maybe this thing, whatever it is, is some kind of artificial intelligence just picking up images of whatever is around it. And under the water, somehow, it senses crabs. And so it incorporates those things within the identity that it represents as this entity that abducted uh, Parker and Hawkinson. It says, Parker was unnerved by the initial crush of unwelcome attention. With newsman and UFO enthusiast overrunning Walker Shipyard, where he and Hickson worked. He tried to dodge the spotlight for decades, moving frequently before returning to Mississippi's Gulf Coast in recent years. The incidents made headlines sparked by a wave of UFO sightings nationwide and became one of the most widely examined cases on record. Skeptics ranged from the deputies who first interviewed the men to an author who sought to poke holes in the story, and Parker himself has had conflicting thoughts about whether he was visited by aliens or demons. Parker, now 58, was 18 when he went fishing with Hickson on a tranquil Thursday night after work. As they dangled their lines without much luck, the two said a UFO with blue lights swooped down. They told of a zipping noise made by the object. Now, we know that since then, other witnesses have come forward, uh, multiple witnesses actually, and said, yes, we did see a UFO right in that general uh, area at the same time. Same place as these guys did. So, I mean, we have verification. Hickson, then 42, said three creatures with leathery gray skin and crab-like claws. He thought they were robots, took them by the forearms, and levitated them aboard the craft. He said something that looked like a large floating eye appeared to examine him. Parker says he was conscious, but paralyzed. They gave a thorough I mean a thorough examination to me, just like any doctor would, he said. And then they were back on the shore where it all began. The UFO was gone, and Parker said they tried to collect themselves. Hickson needed three shots of liquor from a bottle in his car to calm his nerves before deciding to report what happened. At the Jackson County Sheriff's Department, deputies initially suspected both men were drunk. Then Captain Glenn Ryder, who still works for the sheriff's office, of course this is 10 years ago, said he laughed at the report, but met with the men. Parker and Hickson stuck to their story. After the formal interview, deputies left Hickson and Parker together in a room with the hidden tape recorder, hoping to catch them in a lie. Quote, me and the other investigator got up and left, and left to let them talk to see if they were going to say, well, we got them fooled, but they didn't, Ryder said. They were really concerned. On tape, Hickson tells Parker, It scared me to death too, son. You can't get over it in a lifetime. Uh, and then he says, Jesus Christ, have mercy. I don't know what happened to them, Ryder said. I wasn't there with them, but I know you don't fake fear. And they were fearful. They were fearful. The next morning, the story was spliced across the front pages of newspapers in Pascagoula and Gulfport. Overnight, Pascagoula became a magnet for, newspaper, for news reporters and UFO investigators. Widespread interest in UFOs began in the 1940s with an incident at Roswell, New Mexico, in which UFO enthusiasts believed the government got its hands on a crashed UFO and alien bodies. The government spent decades denying it and changing their story, by the way. In the 1960s, interest flared new with a series of reports including the purported alien abduction of a New Hampshire couple, Betty and Barney Hill, in 1961. The widespread attention to the Pascagoula encounter set off a new round of reports. 
In South Mississippi, hundreds of reports overwhelmed authorities in the two weeks after the Hickson-Parker encounter. It might make you think that there was some UFO activity down there. There were hoaxes and humor, too. A Long Beach, Mississippi taxi driver told police a being with pincers tapped on his window, a story he admitted later was fake. A mobile Alabama television station said it would record a UFO appearance predicted by a psychic between Mobile and nearby Pascaluga. Roughly 1,000 cars converged on the spot where nothing happened. In Ocean Springs, Alderman proposed an ordinance making it illegal to operate a UFO. Of course, you know, a lot of nonsense here. UFO skeptic Phil Kloss, we don't care about him. Hickson would go on to appear on talk shows give lectures and interviews, and self-published a book in 1983 titled UFO Contact at Pascaluga. He reported three more encounters in 1974 and said that aliens communicated to him that they were peaceful. That's interesting because what they were doing wasn't peaceful. And, you know, it's it seems like we should understand that a pretty common uh, tactic in warfare is to make sure that the people you're about to attack are off guard. Pretend to be peaceful before you attack. That's just a thought. Just because these things might say they're peaceful doesn't mean that we should assume they're peaceful. You have to judge uh, any person, anything, on the actions that that presents. Okay. The only thing he wanted to do was let everybody know we were not alone, said Eddie Hickson, his son. He didn't care if you believed him or not. If you wanted to listen by gum, he'd tell you. He could never understand why he was chosen, the younger Hickson added, but he never once told me that he wished it had never happened. Never. Parker said the intrusions by curiosity seekers have become less frequent over the years, but have never really let up. You don't you don't never have no privacy, he said. Parker married later in nineteen seventy three and eventually took oil industry, and out-of-state construction jobs to escape the attention. By the time you get somewhere and they figure out who you were, I'd just go, he said. I'd just go find another job somewhere. Parker attended some UFO conventions and was once hypnotized by by Bud Hopkins, a noted UFO investigator. He briefly tried to capitalize on his story in 1993 by starting a Louisiana company called UFO Investigations, where he and partners would produce television segments on the subject. You know, lots of people that have UFO encounters or experience, I think, um, develop an interest in it and sometimes might develop uh, a business or a hobby associated with that. Parker moved to Moss Point in 2006 and in 2010 suffered a stroke that limited him physically. He's on disability aid now, but sometimes boats by the site of the encounter where he goes fishing when he goes fishing. He said that just recently he met a woman at a gas station who already knew who he was. I'm always recognized, he said. There's no historical marker on that riverbank noting the encounter, and stores don't sell UFO souvenirs. But local people remember, though often with skepticism and jokes. For his part, Parker said he's had conflicting thoughts over the years about the night in 1973. At one point, he wasn't even sure the creatures were aliens. They might have been demons, he said. I'm a firm believer in God, and where there's God, and where there's good, there's bad, Parker said. Well, you know, that makes an awful lot of sense. Where there's good, there is bad. And I think it's dangerous just to automatically assume that these things are good. Now, that's kind of the backstory of Calvin Parker. Now, this article here comes to us from 
January 14, 2023, but there's one similar to it written earlier, but we'll go over this one first. It's from Indy100.com, written by, it says, Becca, Becca Monaghan, M-O-N-A-G-H-A-N, Monaghan, maybe? Man abducted by aliens 50 years ago said he was warned of World War III and COVID. It goes on, it says, a 68-year-old fisherman claimed that he was warned about COVID in World War III after being abducted by aliens 50 years ago. Calvin Parker said he kept his visions to himself, but now fears they are becoming a reality, prompting him to share them with the world, according to the Mirror. My time here on Earth is almost over, he said. I would not want to leave here knowing there could be something I could not do to help someone. Recalling his experience, Parker revealed a UFO landed on the banks of a river at Pascaluga, Mississippi, while he was fishing with a friend. He claimed to have been—he claimed to have been shown horrific events during his 1972 encounter, calling COVID the plague. Parker said it was caused by mankind, and this plague will kill millions, cause food shortages, and people will fight and steal other people, other people's things just to survive. He said, "This is already going on, but it will get worse." family against family, friend against friend. There will be a time when it will be impossible to trust anyone. Parker then shared his vision of World War III. He claimed that water supplies would be cut off along with food shortages and toxic land so bad no more crops would grow after the war. I don't know if it's a nuclear war or not, but it puts nations against nations, Parker said. There will be no, there will not be a nation on earth that is not touched by war. He he disclaimed, I didn't come up with this on my own. This was not a figment of my imagination. This is what I saw, or should I say, was shown during my abduction experience. I truly hope that these future visions do not come true. Parker underwent regressive hypnosis with the world's top alien abduction researcher, Bud Hopkins, to unravel memories from his alleged abduction. He said a female alien scratched his eyes with her fingernails and strangled him after shoving her finger up his nose doesn't sound like somebody who really has our best interest in mind. During the taped hypnosis session, Parker said, She's evil. She's really evil. I can see destruction. I'm able to see things that I've never seen before. Parker described his near-death experience as the best feeling he, feeling he has ever had in his life. He claimed to have seen angels when his soul left his body before landing back into his physical form. He concluded, this was when my blood was drained out of me, and then replaced with what I still don't know. Then things were shown to me, things from the past, present, and future. This this I find interesting. It says that his blood was drained from him, and that's something that we see in these cattle mutilations, where the blood's drained. This is if they're using this <clears throat> blood, whether human or bovine, as some sort of biological component for whatever they're doing with it. He says, I guess one could call it a curse. Ever since then, I have had major health problems, but slowly I have overcome most of them. Maybe I was handed a curse, or it could be a way to help save our planet or mankind, but it scares the hell out of me, not for me, but for the future of all of us. That would be extremely traumatizing. Now, I want to look at the original article here, apparently from the Mirror. This is the Mirror.UK. There's a picture of Calvin there, and this is dated from February 21st, 2022. Now, it has Calvin listed as 58, but I, I'm pretty certain he's actually 68. 
It says he claimed that he was a 19-year-old. He was abducted by aliens who had lobster-like claws, probed him, and showed him visions of the future where he foresaw the plague and a World War III. I'm not sure if I agree with Calman about the COVID being the plague. If, if something truly uh, bad was released, now we know during the Senate subcommittee hearings that, uh, that it, was, it was revealed that um, the U.S. had uh, 28 uh, biolabs in the Ukraine, 28, uh, just there to help. Uh, it's also been uh, revealed uh, that we have them uh, all over uh, different multiple countries. I mean, a bunch, like another 20 or 30 countries, that they're just everywhere from uh, Bulgaria, Bulgaria to um, Thailand, where they're doing uh, biological research. I'm at a loss why uh, our own government would fund these uh, very, uh, this very dangerous research and these you know, level one bio labs that we're funding, uh, apparently, over the entire world. Uh, this, this isn't a conspiracy theory. Uh, you can go online and look it up. Most of it's subcontracted out to a private, con- uh, private, a private comp- company or two. But, and I'm sure it's not just the U.S. I'm sure that China and I don't know maybe Russia's doing the same thing, where they're sponsoring these bio weapon labs, research facilities, and countries outside of their own country. We can only imagine what's going on inside each of these countries. So. <laughs> Uh, not even talking about what the uh, motives for doing this is, I think we can all agree that it is, this is highly a, a dangerous research that's going on. If one of those one of those little burgers would happen to get out of the the lab somewhere, uh, it could result in a plague, the proportions of which that Calvin Parker's talking about. And I think that if that would happen, it would make the last thing that we've been through. Uh, looked like the common cold. That's just my opinion. So, but but I think the threat there is real. As far as World War Three goes, well, you know, when you have this many nations with this many nuclear weapons, World War Three is always a threat because, you know, you now you have you have all these individuals with this, quite frankly, unreasonable uh, behaviors. That's what, what's going on really on all sides of the equation, and when they have the power to uh, unleash mass destruction on each other. Who knows what could happen? And it goes on. It says a fisherman claims he was warned about the COVID nineteen pandemic and World War Three after he was abducted by aliens almost fifty years ago. Calvin Parker said that he kept these visions to himself until recently, when he decided to reveal his claims of abduction fifty years prior, as he now fears they were coming true. The sixty-eight year old said that he was fishing on the banks of a river in Pascaluga, Mississippi with his friend Charlie Hickson when they claimed claimed that a UFO landed nearby. He said that he was shown terrible events from humanity's past, present, and future during his close encounter back in 1973. That almost reminds me of, you know, when you talk about the temptation of Christ when it says he was uh, taken up on was onto a high mountain or the temple with Satan and he was tempted and he showed him uh, all the kingdoms of the world said, you know, just worship me and these can be yours. It's like this, this seems to be kind of a bedrock of this evil intent where a person like a human is abducted and they're, they're shown this stuff. It's like, it's almost like a power play to me. I don't see this as something that's being uh, done by a good actor. I don't see, 
uh, any of a solution being offered here. It says, a 19-year-old at the time claimed that they were grabbed by the strange creatures, which had lobster-like claws and carrot-like noses and ears. Referring to the pandemic as a plague, he added that he was warned it was coming. And as I said, I, I just think that whatever's coming is going to make like what we've been through look like a common cold. That's my opinion. It just stands to reason, I think. He said, there is a plague going on now. You know, I wouldn't even call what we've been through a plague. It was definitely an outbreak of some kind. Could have probably been, probably could have been handled differently. Could have been handled better. But uh, when you compare it to things like the Spanish influenza or various uh, smallpox outbreaks, things are. Or I think about what happened to uh, the native peoples of this continent when when the first settlers arrived and they were infected with measles and smallpox. I mean, they were wiped out. That was a plague. They had, like, in some cases, 90, 95, 99% die-off. That's, I think sometimes we have a tendency to uh, see things in our terms. I don't think we know what a plague is compared to the plagues that have happened in the past. Of course, there, was, there has always been some kind of plague since the beginning of time, but from what I saw, this one gets even worse. It was caused by mankind, which is very bad because God is going to teach us a lesson and stay out of it before he steps in. Mankind has lost faith and not willing to help others. This plague will kill millions, cause food shortages, and people will fight and steal other people, people's things just to survive. This is, this is already going on, but it will get worse. Family against family, friend against friend. There will be a time when it will be impossible to trust anyone. He also claimed that his second vision was of a coming World War III. He added, Then there is going to be a great war that one side blames the other. In my vision, I have seen people's skin melt off their body. I don't know if it's a nuclear war or not, but it puts nation against nation. There will not be a nation on earth that is not touched by this war. He added that there would be food shortages and toxic land so bad no more crops would grow after the war. On top of that, in his supposed visions, he claimed water supplies would be cut off too. But then he boldly said that humanity would turn a corner and everyone would come back together and begin to heal slowly but surely. You know, I'm not sure that I'm not sure that mankind uh, could come back from uh, a nuclear war. <laughs> I think that we have to get it through our head that if something like that happened, that might just be uh, the end of humanity. Period. He concluded, "My personal opinion is that the politicians are a bunch of idiots that overlook what is best for our planet." and the entire human race. I didn't come up with this on my own. This was not a figment of my imagination. This is what I saw, or should I say was shown, during my abduction experience. I truly hope that these future visions do not come true. Please make up your mind about this. This abduction experience was scary enough, but these visions scared me even more then and, and still concern me today. It says, British UFO investigator Phil Mantle, who has published Calvin's book, Pascaluga, The Closest Encounter, said, Calvin finds it very difficult to discuss this aspect of his encountering, calling it a curse. A curse, just in case it's true, and that he has seen the future of mankind, and it's not a pretty sight. We could probably ignore these visions were it not for the fact that other close encounter witnesses have related similar stories. Calvin underwent regressive hypnosis with the world's top alien abduction researcher, Bud Hopkins, who unlocked memories buried in his deep subconscious. He decided how he was... He described how he was attacked by a female alien on board the UFO who scratched his eyes with her long fingernails. 
He claimed he strangled her after she shoved her finger up his nose. During the... He claimed he strangled her. Okay, but I think the other article had that backwards. He claimed he strangled her after she shoved her finger up his nose. During the taped hypnosis session, Calvin said, She's evil. She's really evil. I can see destruction. I'm able to see things I've never seen before. Asked by Bud Hopkins to describe some of the things he could see, he replied, I feel, the, I feel a real warm sensation, the best feeling I've ever had in my life. Thank God I'm finally dead. I'm dead and my soul is leaving my body. She's actually killed me. My soul is leaving my body. In this light, the strong light, I'm glad it's all over for now. I finally get some peace and then I see angels. Nothing like I've ever seen before. He says, oh no, I'm being pulled back down now. I'm being pulled back into my body. I don't want to go back to my body. I just want to leave. I want to go, I want to, go to this light. It just felt so good. Let me go back into the light. Don't send me back, Lord. Please take me. Take me. Let me come to you. I don't want to go back, but I have to go back. I have to fight her. Now, Calvin, who has battled cancer, has revealed the visions he was given almost 50 years ago, and he's convinced they're now being coming a reality. He said, as some of you will know, I had a near-death experience while on board this craft. This was when my body was drained out of me and then replaced with what I... This is when my blood was drained out of me and then replaced with what I still don't know. Then things were shown to me, things from the past, present, and future. I guess one could call it a curse. Ever since then, I've had major health problems, but slowly I have overcome most of them. I would not be talking about it now if I hadn't seen some of these things come true. I sure don't want, I sure don't want people to think I'm a psychic because I'm not. Maybe I was handed a curse, or maybe it could be a way to help save our planet or mankind. But it scares the hell of me, not for me, but for the future of us all. My time here on Earth is almost over. I would not want to leave here knowing there could be something I could do to help someone. So I will tell what I was shown that day on board the UFO, and I will try to go into as much detail as I can remember. Wow. It's pretty fascinating, actually. Well, I thought that was worth talking about because, like I said, I've followed this case uh, of uh, Parker and Hoskins for a long time. I think it's a pretty valid UFO case. And it, it does show the possible value here of the hypnotic regression. And I have to say, it makes sense that Calvin would come up with this. Uh, it doesn't surprise me that he had this sort of vision or a message or whatever that he got while on board the UFO. And I think it's interesting that this is not one of those uh, kumbaya moments, uh, can we all get along, how happy it can all be. But this is really a message of uh, death and destruction. And I don't find uh, a lot of solutions in there given to him by these aliens. And you have to go back to this, the, the, the core thing, what was happening. The two people sitting on the riverbank fishing are abducted against their will, taken on board a craft, subjected to some pretty intensely uh, painful, disturbing procedures, and then uh, unceremoniously put back on the river dock uh, where they had to deal with this. And Hoskins says he was uh, apparently visited uh, multiple times after that. So uh, this to me is a case, just another case of people being treated by whatever these entities are as if they were livestock or just an inanimate object, just to be taken, taken on board, uh, used at will, and then for whatever reason replaced. We still don't know why these abductees are returned. It's almost as if they're 
if the return is, is a prerequisite. Anyway, that's the latest article I found uh, on this case. I thought it was, it was it was a fun read, and you can take a look for them. Until next time, this is UFO Warning. Over and out.